Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Mina, La Sicaria. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Gustavo, El Gato Ocho, Alman, the Narco. Hi, I'm JD. I'm playing Ramon, La Polizetta. And I'm Nathan. I'm the DM for this session. I guess DM. <laughs> the Durango Master. The Durango Master. <laughs> there it is. And this is ChimeraCast, a cartel actual play podcast. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. All right, so this is this is going to be a ball. This is way different than anything we've done up to this point. We're playing Cartel. This is a uh, a narco fiction TTRPG powered by the apocalypse. That is, I mean, it's pretty close to Monster Hearts, which is a game I'm pretty I'm pretty fond of. A lot of inner interpersonal conflicts and a lot of drugginess to the whole thing. Uh, somebody, guys, help me out. Help me help me describe this thing because I'm bad at this sort of thing. It definitely seems like Monster Hearts in the sense where you have external conflicts going on, but also internal conflicts about yeah. each person who's involved in this. There are these stress moves that are really cool and basically in- involves the fact that all of us are living a lifestyle that is constantly under pressure I mean, due to drugs. Yeah. In the Quick Start rules, it sort of describes it as a if you slammed Breaking Bad together with the Narcos TV show. That's I mean, that's yeah. a pretty good pretty good description of it. There's a lot of things that are different than this than a lot of PBTA games. For example, harm is not really a concrete mechanic in this game. It's it's kind of, I don't want to say binary, but you're either not harmed, harmed, or dead. That's Those are pretty much the options. There's not an HP system. That's kind of where stress comes in. The stress is the mechanic you use to aid or interfere with other people. There's a lot of really cool innovations in this game that I'm really excited to engage with. On top of it being uh, part of a larger fictional world that I really enjoy. I, I really enjoyed Breaking Bad. I like telenovas, like that, sort, that style of overly dramatic storytelling. This, this should be a lot of fun. If you're interested in this game, either because we're playing it or because you think the concept of the game sounds cool, you should check it out. It's made by Mark Diaz Truman. Uh, co-owner of Magpie Games, so you can check him out on Magpie Games. Or you can use the Quick Start rules, which is what we're using, and you can find that on Drive Through RPG. Finally, if you if you are interested in this game immediately and you want to you give it another big boost, I think there's still some stretch goals on the Kickstarter, which is going until April 15th, 2008. So as of the day this comes out, it's got uh, another 16 days. That that said, let's just fucking get to it. We'll do La Sicaria last, but El Narco or or La, P- La Polizeta, either of you guys could start. Uh, yeah. So uh, as I as you heard in the intro, I am playing Ramon uh, La Polizeta. So La Polizeta is explicitly a, a a playbook that is a corrupt cop or at least a crooked cop. Um, so I'm just gonna go through and basically list off what's on the the playbook. My name is Ramon. I'm a man. I have watchful eyes. I have street clothes, which I imagine as being fairly fashion forward. I won't get into gear, stats, and stuff like that, whatever. In this game, you choose keys for earning XP. My keys are schemes and naivete. When those come up and play, I'll read them out loud fully. My enlaces are that I grew up with Father Javi, 
Uh, that's an NPC on the streets of Durango. You still have a beer after work if you're both free. It's nice to know someone who isn't involved with either side of your double life. Gustavo, who is El Narco, is the target of an active investigation. You're not the lead investigator, but you're regularly briefed on the case. And then Mina La Sicaria is your main contact in the cartel. Tell them how you two make contacts when you need a face-to-face meeting. Um, I'm not going to get into my moves because they'll just come up and we'll read them out loud as we go. So I'm part of an anti-cartel task force. I work for Los Federales. I work closely with a few people. I have a new partner, Delgado. And then Moreno is suspicious of me. And then from the cartel, Zola offered to scam El Narco. And then Esteban almost gave me away. I think Esteban, we hadn't really talked about this. Esteban's probably a, you know, a, a higher up in your organization, if that's cool. Yeah, that sounds good. And that's basically it for my character. We'll get to moves and stuff as they come up. Awesome. So I am playing Gustavo El Gato Ocho Alman, your El Narco. I'll just run down through these. Uh, my look, I am a man. I have angry eyes, and then I wear ranchero clothes. But I do wear Nikes instead of cowboy boots. Uh, the Nikes color match the color of my shirt. I, I can't tell you how much I hate that. It's I, so good. I have a question. Do you only have one shirt and one pair of shoes, or do you have a pair of Nikes for every shirt you own? I have a pair of Nikes for every that's, shirt. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. We knew where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got backstory for all of this, if you guys are ever interested. For every shirt. <laughs> for every shirt. My gear, yeah, I've got a gun, a car, a cell phone. I've got the La Plaza. My aves are dirty hands uh, and paranoia. And when they come up, I'll describe them. Uh, and then my enlances, uh Mina is familia. But I've tried to shield them from the worst of the cartel and uh, tell them how Mina, Ryan's character, knows about the top-level drug dealings that go on outside of Nona's. But she doesn't know specifically about the bigger trafficking that Gustavo does, nor the ruthlessness, let's say, the ruthlessness that Gustavo is willing to go to to get what he wants and he needs. It's not just about killing people. Sometimes it's about torturing people. It's about taking their family members, threatening their family members, things of this nature that come along with being the jefe. Uh, My next one is, uh, I'm sure Ramon is up to something, maybe with another cartel or Los Federales. Keep your eyes open, cabron, trust no one. So, yeah, I mean, Ramon is a crooked cop. I trust him as far as the last time he didn't betray me. And then lastly, uh, I've taken Chongo under my wing. I respect his skills and talents, and I want to see them thrive. Chango's one of the boys, and but I think he's younger at this point, just outside of the age uh, where you're too young, so probably 17, right? Just starting to get that real facial hair coming in. I guess I guess for this I should note the maybe the features of the La Plaza. That's and, and give them context as best you can. Yeah, I would yeah, appreciate totally. that. So for my features for the La Plaza. I have a small staff of unsophisticated narcos coordinated via network of burner phones, a mix of protection rackets and smuggling operations, five to ten loyal enforcers, which we'll get to in a second, and one to two crooked cops. Obviously, Ramon is one of the crooked cops that I have, and a few Halcones to keep me informed about what goes on in the city. Now, I choose four features. Uh, The the ones I chose are uh, my enforcers have access to military weaponry and body armor, armored armored and armed to my gang. Uh, I've chosen, I have the reputation personally for violence. Changes up a role that I have. Uh, My enforcers recruit heavily from the local population, making them a medium gang. Uh, Part of this is uh, at Nona's, 
the traditional taqueria that I own as a kind of front. Uh, it's all run by old abuelitas. So old grannies just cooking away. We're known as a traditional spot. We've gotten quite a bit of actual foot traffic day to day. It's become a little bit popular, uh, not just as a front for drugs, but as a food, as a restaurant. This is this is actually a kind of important aspect of Durango. Is there's a there's a big festival in July that a lot of tourists come to. Um, so a lot of gringos probably come and, and frequent your store th- under the guise of it being, I think, quote unquote traditional. I don't think not to suggest it isn't traditional, but I think that it's traditional in, in the way that's very marketable. Exactly right. Word gets out that. It must be traditional if everyone's over 50 who makes the food, right? Um, So uh, in that way, I've recruited heavily from the local population. I've recruited their grandsons, right? I can utilize the extended families as I see fit. Finally, only a few know my name and appearance. I take minus two heat. Describe the business it's known as. Those are my features. I have two troubles as well. I've attracted the attention of the administration of anti-drug efforts. And I'm in the middle of a violent dispute with another cartel, probably Los Cetas. That uh, that's important. Uh, you guys are Sinaloa. We'll get that out of the way right now. You're a little more old school, as it were. And there are some violent thugs, as you may view them running around. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is you brought up um, your luchador enforcer. Yes. And you can talk about that. But I'm also curious: is Gustavo in Mascara? Because you said that you know, very few know your f- identity or features, and it's like, do you wear a fucking, fucking mask? Great, actually, and I'm going with it. I'm going God in hard. It. I'm in mascara, so I also have a matching mask to my shoes and my shirt. So is this like part of like the nonus like shtick or whatever? Like, I love that the idea that like, oh, we're super traditional, but realistically, you're a tourist trap. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Ah, fuck. So yeah, I'm in mascara as well as my right hand man, El Mano de Dios. Uh, who is an actual luchador, but everybody needs more money, and he decided to be my uh, personal bodyguard. Well, he's, he's he's probably your mascot in a certain respect. That's, he's probably yeah. he's probably like El Santo, or I mean, not as big as El Santo, but if this you're Shoney's and he's Scott Steiner. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Zach? No, I think that hits me completely. All right, Ryan. I'm a woman, I have quiet eyes and casual clothes, uh, an impoverished lifestyle and a reliable truck. I have a shitload of weapons and some gear to help me do my job. My llaves are mercy and duty, and my enlaces I owe mano de Diaz for getting uh, me out of a tight spot. You won't die for them, but you both know that you need to settle up soon. Uh, so I think it's worth noting that Gustavo and I are family and that he is holding my grandpa hostage right now in sort of a, a soft hostage situation. How are you guys family again? Cousins. I assume cousins. Cousins? Great. Gustavo got you into the business after you had retired. Tell them how you feel about your return to the game and don't be shy. I'm not happy about it. I'm just doing it to keep my grandpa alive. Uh, Ramon fucked up something crucial. You had to clean up the mess before things got messy with Los Federales or a rival drug cartel. All right, those two. Uh, what does it mean that Gustavo got you back into the game? 
not back into, just into. Is it? I thought it. Uh, it does say it says back in, but I crossed off back because I was never in the game before this. That's fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about that. My grandpa taught me how to shoot on the ranch and hunt and track and like find horses out on the range and stuff. And those are also pretty useful skills for a like a hired assassin. Mono de Dios, the reason I owe him for getting me out of a tight spot is because I went to get my grandpa back from Gustavo, planning to do it with violence, and he talked me down and convinced Gustavo to hire me on. And finally, your choice with Ramon. You fucked up something crucial, Ramon. I assume that like another police officer on the force sort of found him out or had pretty damning evidence enough maybe not to get him like fired or anything really bad to happen to him but enough for him to be pulled off the task force that he's on which we didn't want and I made that person go away alright anything else you guys want to get to or think we should get to before I start asking you guys questions I think we dive into it let's yeah. do it yeah. yeah let's roll up Gustavo we'll start with you you kind of have as much Sway here as anybody else. What has Zola done recently to make you suspicious? Zola, if I may remind, is the contact you have to your higher-ups at the cartel. Zola said I was getting a little bit old for this. Maybe it was time for me to think about asking for a little help. Maybe suggesting retirement? She did. <laughs> and I, I probably, like, barked at her to get the fuck out of there. Someone stole money from you recently, and they're locked in the basement. How did you catch them? And what were they doing when they stole money from you? Douglas. You have an American locked in your basement? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Douglas used to be a very useful trafficker. He's done quite a few jobs, made a lot of money. Problem is he started enjoying what he was trafficking. He was skimming some off the top is what you're telling me. He got high on somebody else's supply, which is even worse. Was he a mule? Yeah. He had coordinated a couple of situations for me. Found some nice young people who wanted to get the product up uh, north of the border. But you can't let him get too comfortable. How I caught him? Well, he's fat. I had to tackle him in the middle of the street. Well... Mono did, and then he beat the shit out of him and brought him to me. Well, that ha- that that is the how <laughs> a little a little more literally than I meant it. <laughs> you had noticed he'd been skimming off the top for a while. His his shipments were light for a while. Yep. And then finally, he, well, he's in the basement. Where do you bury your bodies? Well, I guess technically they're in the tacos. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of a, an, a, a a marriage of sorts between the local farmer that I use and myself. I bring him some food. He brings me my pigs. I make the pigs eat the bodies. It's so gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Last question. Tell me about your father. It's Father's Day. You must be thinking about him. I think about him a lot. 
St. Louis was a weird place to retire to. Middle of nowhere, America. But I guess innocuous enough. My father retired from this business the only way you can. Running and telling one person where he's going. That was me. Most of my questions for Polizade have been answered, honestly, but you never told me why you've come home. My dad pulled some strings and got me a much better position here than I had out, you know, while I was being a cop elsewhere. While that's, you know, while we're talking about it, tell me about him. He was a hard-ass authoritarian federale before I was. Can't say that I ever really got along with him or liked him, but obviously followed in his footsteps for some reason. He was a totally straight cop who was retiring just as I was joining the force. And shortly after he actually had retired and left, he blew his brains out. I think just the weight of going his whole career as a straight cop and putting plenty of bad people away, but not being able to put some of the big ones away got to him. And he didn't know what to do with himself once he was out. Do you blame Mina? So we'd sort of established that before we started recording that your dad felt bad that he could never catch my grandpa. Do you blame Mina a little bit for your dad killing himself? Weirdly, no. Mostly because I didn't like the fucker. So I'm kind of glad he's dead. I have, you know, it's a complicated emotion that Ramon has towards his father, who was also named Ramon. So I'm literally walking around with his name in his department, and I feel the weight of that all the time. Mina, why is your father in the back of your truck? What condition is he in, and why haven't you told El Jefe? My grandpa that's kidnapped is my mom's dad. My dad was just like an enforcer for the gang. I mean, he's just a drunk uh, abusive piece of shit and finally went too far and he's still alive but he's not gonna be for long why haven't you told Gustavo I think my my dad's a good earner and what Gustavo doesn't need to know won't hurt him last question for you where are you taking him uh, on the ranch there's a little out of the way holler where the the river sort of curls back on itself and it's quiet there and it, I feel like it's a suitable place to kill my dad. We'll get to that in a little bit. Gustavo, since this is the start of the session, roll your La Plaza move, which I think uses control. That's going to be a 10. Tell me, tell me what that says. On a 10 plus, you get an opportunity to engage one of your troubles, your choice, on your terms. What are the what are the two that you chose? Gang war and uh, attracted the attention of the federales. What are you doing right now? I'm currently at the center table in the back of the kitchen, tapping my foot, waiting for Douglas to finish his food downstairs. You're sitting. You're sitting at the. You're sitting at the center table, waiting for Douglas to finish eating his. Probably not tacos. You probably gave him trash when the door of Nona's just gets thrown open and a short alcone of yours walks in 
You know him as Gomez. Hefe, Hefe, boss. What? Flores is going to snitch on you. What? Flores is going to snitch on you. When? He's going he's going to the policia right now. He was trying he was trying to get me in on the game and and uh, and, 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 and 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 I went along I went along with it. I went along with it. Shut up. Chango. Boss. This seems like a good enough job for you. Go do it. What do you mean to do? Well, I want you to kill the motherfucker. And if you have to blow up the whole fucking jail cell and the whole police station, then that's what happens. It's violent times, Chango. You're young, but you're going to be fine. What if he's already talked? I guess you didn't hear me. Blow up the whole station, Chango. I do have a move. It's my it's my move. Uh, tell me tell me what you're doing. Mandamas, when you order your enforcers or agents to solve a problem on your behalf, roll plus face. That's a good start, at least. Do that. So I rolled a six. For this particular move, it says, on a miss, everything goes to shit, but it wasn't your people's fault. You know how it is, Hefe. No plan survives contact with the enemy. Fucking great. No, that's fantastic. This seems like a good time. Ramon, roll hey, your move. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, so my move, Infiltrato, at the start of a session, roll with grit. On a hit, you get wind of an investigation before things get messy. On a 10+, plus, you're positioned to take advantage of the situation. You have access to vital evidence, witnesses, or police personnel, your choice. On a miss, the department catches a hot lead on the cartel before you can intervene. A la verga. Ooh, that's a 10. I'll tell you that the investigation is the farm. But we don't know about that yet. Or no, so so he already made it to the police station and told us, and I'm catching wind of this. Exactly. Is that, okay, got Before it, got it. it's been investigated proper. So Flores is here. Who's your commanding officer? We'll go with uh we'll go with Ortiz. So where are you right now? I probably just got in. It's probably early morning. I'm just sitting down at my desk and like starting my paperwork. Like I'm just looking over like, okay, what do I have to do today? Whatever. Nothing interesting is happening. So Ortiz comes over to your desk. Hey Ramon. Yeah, boss. We just got a tip. We got a we got a guy uh, named Flores. He uh, gave us a big tip about a, a little ranch outside of town. Apparently the Sinaloas have been feeding people the pigs out there. He says that he's got a bunch of body parts that he can show us. This rain out here right now, you know that it's just all washing away. You can see everything. All right, I can take it. Take Delgado with you. Don't forget you're showing him the ropes. Yeah, Delgado. All go, right. Go check it out. We got We got Flores in room one. Just go. You can talk to him if you need. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna get up and I'm I'm gonna like walk around the department for a little bit looking for Delgado. Hey, have any of you seen Delgado? Shit. Well, if you do, tell him I'm in room one. Delgado's just not here yet. Right. I walk in and I throw a notebook down and I like lock the door behind me. All right. Why are you here to waste my time? Do you know Flores? I probably know of Flores, but not like, I don't give a shit about Flores. He's a low on the totem pole piece of shit. Point here. Flores doesn't know you. Yeah, that works. Hey, uh, yeah. I got wind of a couple things, but I've been working for 
the Sinaloa's for a while. And uh, El Jefe, the guy who works out of Nona's, Gato Ocho. He's been sending me and a few out there to bury bodies, feeding the pigs. Look, I've had enough of it. I'm, I, I think you guys could really take him down. I think you guys could get something out of this. Are you going to tell me anything useful? Anything that we don't know? Anything that we can actually act on? Bodies isn't enough. That's not gonna. It's not gonna do anything. You just basically signed a death warrant for yourself. For that, come on, give me something real. Sounds like you're trying to get the truth out of someone. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Roll plus hustle. Uh, that is a nine. So on a seven through nine. Okay, I'll just read it out since we're doing this. Get the truth. When you try to get the truth out of someone, roll with hustle. On a hit, clear one stress. On a 10 plus, pick two. On a 7 through 9, pick one. These are so good. They can't mislead you with the truth. They can't confuse you with falsehoods. They can't stonewall you with silence. So since I've only got one choice, I'm going to go with they can't stonewall you with silence. Look, man, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Don't fuck with me, Flores. No, no, seriously. You have a ranch that is owned by a known drug peddler in the town, and you find a bunch of fucking bodies there, and you think that that's not enough for you, well, fine. I'm telling you it's not enough. Quite frankly, I don't see a reason that I don't just turn you back out. You've, you've wasted 15 minutes of my morning, so no, thank I've got, you. I've got, I've got some. I've got some. There's a guy that'll be on his way here that's going to fuck this whole place up just to get me out of here. His, name, his uh, name is Chongo. He'll be driving here in about five minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? I wish I were fucking kidding you. I was hoping you could protect me. So not only did you come here and waste my time, but now you're telling me that there's somebody coming here to take care of you and also you willingly came and did this? You, How did you get f- found out, you fucking idiot? I wasn't supposed to be alone here. I was supposed to have somebody to corroborate with me. But when they didn't show up, I knew they were going to tell a jefe. All right, well, sit tight. Maybe I'll talk to my officer and maybe if you can give us some more information, we can keep you in protective custody, but it's not a promise. And I'm going to, I'm going to walk out. I walk out. I'm like, Oh, Delgado. Great. You're here. Awesome. Hi. (laughs) Ah! What's up? Did you forget your gun at home? How did you know? (laughs) This is the third day in a row that you've forgotten your gun. You're going to need it. Go to the armory, get something now. There's about to be some shit. I gotta go find Ortiz. As soon as you say that, what does the front of the precinct look like? Shitty. Run down. Is there perhaps a, a there is a I'll just say this. There is a, a large window that says like policia or it says Plaisa. Or like Federales <laughs> right, yeah. or something on the front of it. That Chongo's stupid ass just drives right through. Choch. Uh shit. That's <laughs> nah, fine. You get some time to ruminate on it. Mina. I think I have the my police radio on in my car as I'm driving because I'm about to whack my dad so I would rather know where the cops are and I like that's what comes over is the like the report about that and I was like oh fuck (laughs) yeah there's a big to do about the precinct right now good privacy I get to this spot along the river where it bends and I get out and drop the tailgate on the truck drag my dad out and just like 
purposefully drop his head on the hitch as I'm pulling him out. It's mid-June, June 17th. It's Father's Day. And the monsoon season has started around here. It's been raining all week, every afternoon, and for the last two days it hasn't let up at all. He's soaked to the bone, half-drowned, at best. The tires of your old beat-up truck are sinking into the, into the soil. What are you doing with him? I uh, pop open the toolbox on my truck and pull out my handgun and tuck it into the waistband of my jeans. Uh, if it's been raining so long, I assume river's high and moving fast. The bend here is a bit wider than it normally is. This whole area is really marshy. I prop him up on his knees and pull the gag out of his mouth. Well, I told you that if you ever laid a hand on Mother again, this is what would happen. I wasn't kidding. What do you want me to say? More lies, more excuses. I've had a lifetime of that. Listen, I'll I can do better. This was I that wasn't me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard that before. When I was 8, when I was 15, I was 22, now you're doing it again. It is you. I'm old enough now to know that the man's the man. Whether he's drunk or sober, your actions are your actions. I told you what I was going to do if you hit my mother again, and you did. You had your chance to change. And I pulled the gun out of my waistband and checked to make sure there's a bullet in the chamber. Happy Father's Day, you piece of shit. I just shoot him twice. Just shot a beat down. Thirteen. <laughs> With water collecting on the lens, the camera just sees a single flare of a gunshot. Daddy's dead. It's cool if this doesn't count. But this is all, that also clears mercy. Clear this key in advance when you greatly injure or kill someone who is defenseless or unaware. No, that would be it. Ryan, since you're the one activating this, do you want to explain how keys work, what keys are? The way that this game handles experience is you have tus llaves or your keys. The one that I marked was mercy, which reads mark XP when you try to head off a violent encounter with negotiation or persuasion. Clear this key in advance when you greatly injure or kill someone who is defenseless or unaware. So basically, the normal way that you gain experience is by doing like one of like a key personality trait, and then you can just automatically level up when you basically break that when you go against what you would normally be inclined to do. So yeah, so and, and you did that. I did that. I'm normally inclined to show mercy, and I just murdered my dad. So. Yeah, I get to just level up or take an advance. And you can think about that while you're burying your father. Back to Ramon, I think. Chongo's stupid ass just drove through the front of the precinct. 
what the fuck? And I hit the deck immediately, right? And Chongo's shitty whatever car just drives through the front of this fucking building. Hey, I'm here for the informant. Uh, it's fine. Everybody get the fuck out of the way. And he's got he's brandishing like a, some automatic weapon. What are your guys armed with? Military grade weapons, probably like M5s, AK-47s, whatever. So, so he's got he's got a nice little SMG and body armor. Yeah, and body armor. He is shooting through the windshield as he gets out of the car and screaming about where Flores is. Right. I mean, this is just like like I feel like he's shooting up this place. Most of us are hitting the deck or getting shot at this point. So it's chaos right now. We're in that moment of insanity. When no one kind of knows what to do. Did Chongo have some guys with him? Probably, yes. Chongo's got a couple guys with yeah, him. Yeah, that makes who are, sense. Who are getting out and also just spraying up this place. Shit. Uh, I yanked Delgado down. <laughs> I need you to crawl to the locker room and get my body armor. I'm going to need it here in a second. Pressure him. That's a 10. So pressure someone. When you pressure someone to go along with your plans or schemes, roll with hustle. On a hit, they see your point. They have to go along with you for now or mark stress. On a 7 through 9, you let something important slip as you bring your pressure to bear. I'm going to tell you just by the nature of this situation, he's already he's not handling this very well. He's stressed in the first place. Yeah, I figured. But you just keep it in your locker? Is that is that what I'm is that what I'm doing? Go. He starts crawling away toward the toward the back. What are you doing? I am just pulling out my gun and firing a couple wild shots. I'm not explicitly not like turning to violence, right? Like that's not what I'm going for move wise. I follow. Uh, mostly I'm trying to keep them pinned down as best as I can until my body armor gets here and I can stand up and do something about this for real. You are pushing your luck though. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Push your luck. When you push your luck, roll with grit. On a 10 plus, fortune favors the bold. On a 7 through 9, things don't work out like you hope. The MC will tell you how you can turn things around if you act quickly, make an ugly choice, or tough it out. Uh, on a fail, like I just did. MC move. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have anything listed. What are you shooting at them with? I just have a 9mm pistol. It's a revolver. This is a movie. It gets shot out of your hand. Oh, shit. Mark stress. Here, I was feeling good about today. I'm going to, like, poke my head around the side of the desk <laughs> and try to figure out exactly what these dudes are packing, exactly what they have going on. You're going to have to push your luck first. Okay. Before you can size them up. I'm I'm sorry, but yeah. No, that's fine. <sighs> no. <laughs> Not. Yeah, that's another six. Grit's my best stat, and I've now failed on it twice in a row. Ugh. You're getting fucking shot, Vato. God damn it. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, it's totally <laughs> deserved. It's not a handgun. You don't have any armor. What's the other one? Uh, The shooter's not an amateur, and they're not trying to not kill me. They Well, Chongo's an amateur. Aren't the rest of them amateurs? They're messier. They're they're crazier than they are refined. That makes no, sense. No, because, yeah, the, one of the things that could have taken was your enforcers are trained in military tactics. Uh, drop untrained and add savage. There we go. So, so I, would, I would argue that you can do untrained. I live. <laughs> so on a seven through nine, uh, I got a nine. On a seven through nine, I choose one, and the shooter chooses one. So in this case, that would be the MC. Yep. Uh, it's bloody. I'll die without immediate aid. It's messy. The wound will leave an impressive, ugly scar. 
It's painful, minus one ongoing until you get medical attention. I think it's messy. The wound will leave an impressive, ugly scar. You are peeking your head out from behind a desk. Yeah, you're going to die if you don't get immediate aid. Ramon gets shot in the fucking face, and he's bleeding out in the middle of this precinct. Chango and the rest of Gato's goons manage to take out Flores and get out. It's messy, but Chango makes it out uh, probably with one or two other guys. Ramon, on the other hand, is not looking so good, but he at least got shot in a place where they can deal with this kind of situation. While this is all going down, Gustavo, what are you doing? Mano. See. Have we given him enough time, you think? He's had 40 minutes to finish his plate. I agree. I walk downstairs. Slowly. I get to the giant iron door to the freezer. Click it open. There's a single light shining down on Douglas who's halfway gotten through his plate and thrown up all over the place, just vomiting in his chair. Are his hands, like, chained to the chair? Is that yeah. so he can move to his lap and to his face, but he can't... He doesn't have a lot of ambulation outside of that? Exactly. Mono shuts the door. Lock it. Chuchunk. And then you see... The camera like goes to a side view as Gustavo takes off starts unbuttoning his shirt. I see you didn't finish your meal. If I could get a decent meal around here it would help. The food has always satisfied every customer. You didn't finish your meal though. And I've gotten to the, the bottom the bottom and I, I take my shirt back. And I hand it to Mono. I told you it would be worse if you didn't finish. And then I slowly start unlacing my mask. You see, Mono here is the only one who's seen my face. Is that my gift then? I get to see your ugly mug. It is all I have to give to you. I I take off the mask and hand it to Mono. And then I unlace my shoes. You see, I tried. I tried really hard to tell you how to be a good worker. You just didn't pay any attention. And he's on to the second foot as he's unlacing these red Nikes. And I wish that you would have. You see... I am a forgiving and thoughtful man. And now he's walking over to Douglas. And then he just strikes him in the face with his hand. It's going to take a while. And I'm sorry. And then he just uh, probably knees him in the face. And then he's just going to slowly start working the body. He's basically just going to punch him into a pulp. Oh, no, no. Uh, dish out a beat down. Everybody gets, oh. to have, everybody gets to have a nice, relaxing day. Except me. Oh, uh, except you, I guess, also. I rolled snake eyes. It's great. 
On a miss, the violence gets out of hand. Enjoy the consequences. So you get to have this nice little tete-a-tete with this American. You punch him into the stomach. What's left of him? You punch him in the face. Eventually, what's left of that? The real problem comes when you've got full-on bloodlust. And you pick up the chair that this pulp is hanging on to. And just swing it at Mono. Who is standing there dutifully holding your clothes. And you knock them down. And then you begin to beat them to death as well. And now, Hefe, you have two bodies to deal with. Oh, shit. And nowhere to put them. (sighs) He grabs the mask off the floor and puts it on top of his head, not even lacing up the back. Yoel! Hefe? Downstairs now. Yoel gets to the bottom of the stairs and vomits as soon as they walk into the cooler. I'm sorry, Hefe. I, I was not prepared. It's fine. I need you to clean this up. Has Chango come back? Has Chango come back? No, not, not, not yet. Uh, there's something you should know about that too, Hefe. He sieged the precinct. Yes. And killed Flores. Yes. After they talked to Flores. Gustavo is putting his shirt back on and buttoning it up now. He's probably got his his feet firmly in his Nikes. (sighs) Well, it is fine. They will send Americans, Hefe. Please deal with the bodies, Yoel. And stop trying to give me advice. Where shall I put the bodies, Hefe? The farm won't do. No. You know the old rancher, Luis? We've had dealings with him. There's a river that bends around that area. Take them there. Dump it. I don't have time for it. We can deal with it later. For now, I need Fernando. Find him as well. Send him to my quarters. What do you want to deal with first? Your situation with Fernando? Or do you want to roll avoid suspicion? Let's go with avoid suspicion. Because I'll kind of tell us if we need to keep going in this area or if we can cut away to someone else. And tell me if you think that your move supersedes this when you try to handle business in public while avoiding suspicion. And you're asking your people to do this, but I think this has more to do with your relationship with the police. I'm fine with Let's just roll the, the avoid suspicion move. I, that yeah. seems that seems like that's what... Fine. Yeah. It's also something new, something different we haven't mechanically dealt with, and that's what this is kind of here for. Your heat's at zero, right? Because you took yep. that move, but you add one because you're transporting a body. Well, you add two because you're transporting two bodies. <laughs> Smart ass. It's a nine. So, on a seven through nine, only the local police had taken interest. Make a threat or flash some dinero to smooth things over. You want to play UL? 
do I? Yeah. Sure. UL has been pulled over on a on a on a road leading out of town. The officer gets out of the car in their rain slicker. It was the rush, UL. No rush, sir. Just making my rounds. Your rounds? What rounds would those be? Just taking a drive, sir. Can I help you? May I see some identification, UL? He pulls out uh, his identification and flashes it to the cop. Your other identification, UL. I'm sorry, sir. And then he pulls into his back pocket and pulls out uh, a handful of bills and hands it to him. Tell your boss he's in hot water. Yes, sir. And move quickly. At that, like, right, he clutches down and drives as quickly as he can. We'll deal with Gustavo in a second. Mina, you've managed to bury your dad in, in rain and wet earth. Mm-hmm. You doing okay? I mean, I've had better days. I think ultimately she's just glad that it's over. She's crying. This is a hard world that she grew up in and lives in. And she's told herself she wasn't going to be like her mother, be treated like that. So she handled it and is handling it. You've been listening to the police scanner this whole time. Yep. What are you doing? I uh, take the assault rifle that I have and slide it under a blanket in the front seat, toss the shovel into the bed of the truck. I'm going to start driving away and call Gustavo. If things had played out a little bit differently with what Gustavo chose to do, I wouldn't have you do this. Leave a messy crime scene. So so the way this move works is when you try to leave a messy crime scene before the authorities arrive, roll with heat. On a miss, you exit the scene. Tell the MC what potentially incriminating evidence you've left behind. On a 7 through 9, the authorities respond before you can get away, but they are isolated or unprepared for what they find. On a 10 plus, La Policia arrives in force with an American or two in tow. Uh, that's 10. UL thought they were being followed by only local police. But Mina, as you pull out of this little country road, passing Yoel on this what seems to be ideal burial ground, you see those wonderful blue and red lights flashing. What's up? I'm going to mark a stress to be there. You're I'm, I'm bandaged up and shit, but I was immediately like, I got to, like, <laughs> this can't go unanswered, right? Like, I'm pissed off. That's like, fan- How dare they shoot me? <laughs> oh this is great wonderful this is a good conversation to have. so uh i uh ramon has a move called uh in a uh, which uh says mark stress to show up in a scene alongside la policia or los federales assuming that you aren't unavailable which if you wanted to argue that i'm unavailable that's fine but i figured this was way hotter if i oh it's way hotter if no. they were like you yeah. can't leave the hospital and i was like fuck you i'm leaving this hospital even if i can't talk very well uh so mark stress to show up um assuming you aren't unavailable mark three stress to show up instead of the authorities you have a few minutes solo i'm not marking three stress uh, i'm just marking the one 
That puts you at three total, right? Yes, I'm now at three okay. total. Mina sees these red and blue lights coming down the road a little bit past Yoel. Ryan Marcus Stress. Ramon, how many cars are there? There's at least one in addition to yours containing... I think it was everybody that we had who was okay to do this. I think the idea, right, is we caught word of these being moved and basically uh, Ortiz would have made the note like, okay, we got information. It probably isn't actually useful to us. But now there's this other person moving something to this other location. And so it was immediately like, this is payback. Like we don't really, you know, it's a bit of a show of force and it's maybe a bit excessive to follow this one person. And ordinarily maybe we wouldn't have done it, but I think given the, given the context, everybody kind of wanted to strike back immediately. And so this is how we're doing it. So it's probably three other cars, maybe like two, probably two other cars and then a van. There are two other cars, a van and a car containing two DEA agents. Whom were, who were introduced to you, Ramon, as Pollock and Hobbs. All right. Mina, things aren't looking very good. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I see these cars coming at me. I'm going to pull over uh, onto the side of the road, stop the truck, you know, like anybody would do if a bunch of cop cars were coming at them it's like the respectful thing to do push your luck that is an eight all right you pull over to the side almost all the cars pass you except one wherein ramon and delgado i assume delgado was driving I can't drive. Do you know how many painkillers I'm on right now? Yeah, I'm just saying you get out of the car to talk. You know this is Mina's truck. Yeah, all right, all right, cool. Delgado, stay in the car. Wh- why? Stay in the fucking car, Delgado. And I'm going to get out. You have to either justify your actions or pressure him. I think I'm pressuring him because he's not explicitly calling my behavior out. I mean, yes. Uh, you're also not explicitly. I also think they might be the same stat for me anyway, so it doesn't really matter. They probably are. It's just it's just you need to do one more thing in either direction. Oh, okay. Either yeah, try yeah, to yeah. defend yourself or threaten him is right. what I'm getting at. You're still under evaluation, Delgado. Stay in the fucking car when I tell you to. Roll it. Seven. That's something important slip. Uh, You're on a whole bunch of painkillers. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's good. You don't have anything to fucking worry about. I know who this is. And I'm going to get out. Yeah, that's it. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Ramon, do you have your guns? Are you? Do you have your armor on? What's your sitch? I definitely, yeah, this is an operation. So I have my body armor on. I have, a, I mean, it's just my pistol. I don't have anything more than that. Mina, you see Ramon come around with his body armor on, his pistol drawn but pointed low. What do you do? She relaxes a little bit, 
because she knows Ramon, but his face is also bandaged up. She's heard what's on the radio. I think she's just studying the way that he's like walking, the look in his eye, the area surrounding, like looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah, size Ramon up. Uh, that's actually not what I'm going for. What? I'm, I have a move called Mirar. Uh, I got to be honest. Uh, you're not evaluating the situation. You're evaluating Ramon. I'm all for that's you true. using that in other, in other scenarios, but you're sizing Ramon up. Okay. That makes sense. Fair enough. That's a 10. Ask me three questions. Actually, I lied. You ask JD three yeah. questions. Different game, ladies and gentlemen. Different game. PvP. What are your current weaknesses or strengths? Well, I think you we'll asked one weak- of those, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaknesses. What are your current weaknesses? I want a shit ton of painkillers, and I, I just got shot earlier today. What do you wish I'd do? I wish that you would keep your ear to the ground about exactly what went down and then let me know in the future. How can I get you to let me go? You could agree to do this. Cool. I know that you have guns in your truck. I could probably arrest you on that pretense, right? Even if we couldn't keep you, it would definitely be bad for you to go through that. You know that I'm approaching you to make a deal with you, basically. Ramon, what the fuck happened to you? I got fucking shot. What does it look like? Yeah, it looks like you got fucking shot. You ever been shot, Mina? No. <laughs> Sucks. I've gathered. What the fuck are you doing out here? This is my family's ranch. Is it a crime to be on your own property? <laughs> no shit. It might be a crime soon. <laughs> well, then it's a good thing that I'm getting the fuck out of here. See, are you, Mina? Are you getting the fuck out of here? Listen, you and I both know who I work for. You and I both know that you could arrest me right now. So how about this? I've been listening to the radio. I know what the fuck happened at the precinct. I figure out who did that to you. You're the first person I call. All right, Mina. But I want to hear soon. Listen, you and I both know he's a mad dog. Seems like. I'll talk to you soon, Mina. Hey. Good luck. Yeah, you too. I'm going to walk back and get in the car. Jefe, El Gato Ocho, you're in your office when Fernando walks in. Hi, boss. Hola. Things are getting complicated. Hmm. What can I do? Fernando, you know why you weren't my right-hand man to begin with, right? I don't. For a long time, I found you too violent. I thought, Fernando... He is a knife. Best to be weld by hand. It seems that we've come to the time for knives, Fernando. What can I do, boss? I'm waiting for Chongo to get back and tell me what happened at the police station. When he comes and inevitably tells me that something is fucked up, I gave him a chance. I assume he fucked it up. Kill him. After you know what happened and what's wrong, kill him. Remind him that we don't take fuck-ups for answers. And then 
prepare for whatever inevitability he has wrought on us. Roll your move. Uh, so, so my move's called Bendamas. When you order your enforcers or agents to solve a problem on your behalf, roll plus face on a 10 plus all three, on a 7 through 9, choose one. I, sadly, got a 9. So, just shy of getting all three. Uh, the choices are, they keep their wits and focus. They minimize incriminating evidence. They avoid collateral damage. Those are the three options for me. I am choosing they keep their wits and focus. What do you do right after Fernando leaves your office? I actually start undressing and redressing in a new outfit. You get your shirt off before you hear what sounds appropriately like a car hitting another car hitting a church. <laughs> you know, the appropriate car hitting, car hitting church sound. Everybody knows. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a colloquial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just grab yeah. that from the sound bank and put it in the backgrounds of that. I think, that, yeah. I think that, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the guy that broke into a police station to kill a witness who is testifying against you was killed across the street from you and also they fucked up a church. Fernando kept his wits about him while he was doing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hard as ice. Guys, so you want to do anything about that before we move on? Collateral damage is the cost of war. As you just see him butting up, buttoning up a blue paisley ranchecho shirt. Putting on his blue mask and his blue Nikes. Gustavo, I would like you to mark a stress. Mina, Ramon, who wants to go first? I think give it to Mina. Yeah, I'm waiting for okay. you, sort of, right, to call me. So Mina's going to try to track this van down. Give a move for that, right? Yeah, uh, La Sicaria has a move called Leventon. When you track someone down, roll with savagery. On a hit, you catch them exposed or vulnerable. On a 7 through 9, they have backup or it's public. On a miss, someone you're avoiding finds you first. So wait, the van you're trying to track down is Chango's van. I'm interested in how you were you found out about. Well, I mean, I've got the police scanner, so I'm assuming they've been like looking for it on that. Okay, okay. No, 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 I'm into that. So, you heard that it was heading down some street or something before they lost it. You had a description of it, and you're good at this. I actually like this. Yeah, roll it. Still seven. I was so excited for that fail. I actually was, too. Uh, Yeah, so on a seven through nine, they have backup or it's public. I'm going to be kind of liberal with the idea of backup. You're following them as soon as they get T-boned. Yeah. By Fernando. Oh, yeah. So Chongo and his goons just get slammed into the side of this church. 
And Fernando and his goons get out and start murdering all of them. What do you do? Is Chago dead? Or is he still alive? Do I have a minute? You have a minute, yeah. Uh, is Fernando and... Does he just have one guy as backup or two? Probably a few. I drive the truck right through the group of them who are, as they're going to kill, moving in to kill Chongo. Turn to violence. Okay, so I rolled a 10 on my turn to violence roll. That means I get to pick three off the list. I'm going to choose, so the options are you inflict terrible harm, you suffer little harm, you resist marking stress, you avoid collateral damage. I'm going to pick you inflict terrible harm, you suffer little harm, and you avoid collateral damage. Well, mark that stress. So these guys are dead? Yeah, you run your shitty truck through Fernando and all of his friends. I'm, uh, and they're gonzo. But Chango's alive. I'm going to jump out and grab Chango and throw him in the passenger seat of my truck. Press your luck. Four. What the fuck you think you're doing? This is Chango? Yeah. As you go to grab him. Listen, Chango. Gustavo thinks you fucked up real bad. The cops are everywhere. He's sent these guys to fucking kill you. And listen, if you don't come with me right now, I'm going to kill you and take credit for it. So get in the fucking truck. Justify your behavior. I am going to, for pressuring somebody. I'm threatening to kill him, not justifying what I'm doing to him. Talk to me, guys. So the way I'm seeing this is you're trying to position yourself as on the good side of this entire thing. I know that there are consequences. I think because you're lying, you're justifying your behavior. You're actually going to turn him into the cops, right? Well, I'm going to give him to you. Right. Yeah. I'm, yes, exactly. He is a cop. The same, well, right. the, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. the result is he's fucked. If, yes. he, if he goes along with you. So to me, that reads as justify your behavior right. less than pressure someone. Yeah, because the, the fail state is that he's going to fight you either way. Right. Or you shoot him either way, right? Like, it's the same thing. That is a six. Shit. <laughs> All I've done is what Gato told me to do. Where the fuck were you? This should have been your job. Taking care of family business. And I pistol whip him. Just try to knock him out cold. Now you're pressuring him. I have a question about this, actually. This is important because you're not inflicting violence because you're not trying to kill him. Am I delivering a beatdown? No, he's not defenseless. Right. My only thought on turning to violence is that he failed that last roll, and so probably uh, Chango would have had a gun ready. And so then you're taking harm also, which means you are still... It's like yeah. the difference is when he deals the damage, if he inflicts terrible harm or whatever. If you, if you inflict terrible harm, I think he probably dies. But otherwise, you're still, in, you're still turning to violence. It's just that your goal is to knock him out rather than to kill him. How about this? I think that's still cool with me. Yeah. How about this? Push your luck. Why not that? I'm, Tur- yeah, I'm potentially fine with that too. Yeah. My only thing was like on the six minus, it, it didn't really feel like you had uh, much of a consequence now other than the fact that he didn't just agree to go with you. But that's still fair. Cause, cause push your law lo- or rather turn to violence is not really what's happening here. This is a more social situation. That's fair. Push if your luck works for me. There's a thing about knife fights 
in the game and 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 taking stress and harm and you're not harm isn't a thing in this game right 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 so i'm gonna go with push your luck and depending on how this goes yeah uh seven oh shit (laughs) (laughs) that's great things don't work out how you had hoped yeah he's he does have his gun ready you can get fucking shot and knock him out or let him go and deal with him after that. So, yeah, I'm going to knock him out and get shot. Oh. So, so you're going to hit him in the temple with the butt of your gun. He's getting knocked out no matter what. So I get an extra plus one to take harm. Uh, Duro, when you get fucking shot, add one to your roll. On a miss, you have time for an act of vengeance or kindness before you fall to your wounds. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, so roll plus plus two total. Nice. It's a minor but heroic wound. You get to choose. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me where he shoots you. I think it's one of those that like rips the sleeve of my shirt and leaves that nice like bloody wound. Like a, it's like a diehard wound where he just like has hundreds of them and is still <laughs> fine. It's, it's just one of those. It's like annoying. And yeah, you hit him in the temple with the butt of your gun. Yeah, now I chuck him in the passenger seat of my truck, and I'm going to drive off like a bat out of hell. You get to do it twice. Leave a messy crime scene. (laughs) And this crime scene is messy as fuck. What, there's seven corpses here? And they crashed into a church. (laughs) I'm good. A six. So the evidence that I leave, I have this old beat-up pickup truck and tires for it are hard to find. So I have two tires that technically work, but they are, they're different, so they leave two different treads. So as I peel out, it leaves the this double tread pattern with the two different tire treads. You go wherever you're going. Well, where are you going? You can think about it. Polizeta, Narco, who wants to go next? Do you want to do anything with me at the ranch? If it turns out that we, all we do is arrest this person and they can go fuck themselves, that's fine. That's pretty much it, Ramon. You get there. After the rest of the Federales have apprehended Yoel, for, I mean, shit, for having two dead bodies in his car, there's not a whole lot else to do with that. Do you want to interact with that in any way? I think I'm... Yeah, I'm probably not necessarily allowed to get involved in that part of it especially with the dea here yeah i think i'm think i'm getting stonewalled a little bit yep with the americans there that makes things way more complicated yeah also i'm not pushing my you know i'm not trying to get yeah i'm not trying to get involved in this necessarily yeah nobody likes you well that's why he got sent on this mission yeah um is there anything else you want to do here no i don't think so i would just end up uh you know, going back. I have the rest of the day off because I got shot. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, feel free to intervene at any time. Yeah, I don't even think that I would necessarily expect a call, especially like, okay, so I'm there. It takes a little bit of time, and then I would drive back, and then I have to leave the precinct, whatever. So I have plans f- for Ramon that night, but I think before that, unless you call me, Mina, I'm not doing anything. Fair enough. I've got to. 
Fernando is dead. Chango is gone. The shootout happened across the street. All eyes are on you. Gioberto! Get the abuelitas. Gioberto assembles all the old women for you. Senoras. I am very sorry to disturb your work. It would appear that the young men who erected so much of our hearts and so much of our futures in have decided to fail us. And I am very sorry. I really am. And then uh, Elgato just nods. And you watch as the grandmothers of Chango, Fernando, and Mano are shot in the head. It is our job as the elders to teach our children how to live. I am so sorry that I failed. <sighs> Push your luck. This is uh, actually like an example they give. Uh, you're not justifying your behavior in any way. Like this is, this is just what what will they put up with? Yeah, this is great. Uh, it's just a nine. Mina, what is your grandmother's name? Josefina. Josefina. Mm-hmm. Josefina charters you, Hefe. But she is old. Yeah. And slow. Very much so. And she is a very bullet penetrable head. <laughs> 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 yep. I put one right between her eyes. She's great. She's fine. <laughs> she goes back to doing her job. No, the rest of the old women look around quietly. Murmur, perhaps, a little bit. But you quell their concerns. Siempre nada aquí. Go back to your jobs. Thank you. And, uh... Gioberto opens la puerta and the old ladies go back downstairs. Where is Mina's grandpa? <laughs> and how long has he been dead? A long time. Yeah, big oil drum in the basement outside the freezer. It's just in the back. It's in the back. There's five in front of it that are just oil and then that there's that one that sits there oh is it like old like uh it's like the the cooking where grease just, yeah it's where you dispose yeah, of the yeah, grease from exactly. the yeah. yeah yeah mina where have you taken chango to my apartment my shitty little rundown apartment i've got the duffel bag full of guns out of my toolbox I like now have just put my bulletproof vest on because that it seems like that part of the story. Avoid suspicion. 
you take plus three because you have a body, you have military grade <laughs> weaponry, and you have guns. <laughs> you were knocking off all of the things as you were saying them. That's really great. Yeah, that's a f- that's, that's a, a thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> You're noticed as hell. Oh no. <laughs> I just love helicopters coming. Ryan, would you would you be so kind? <laughs> I would. When you try to avoid suspicion while handling business in public, roll with heat. Add one for each. You're carrying a lot of drugs or money. You're transporting a body, dead or alive. You're equipped with military weaponry. On a miss, you don't attract any attention. Most civilians know better than to get in your way. On a seven through nine, only the local policia take an interest. Make a threat or flash them to narrow to smooth things over. On a 10 plus, someone dangerous has been looking for you, and here you are. Mierda, cabron. So you take Chango up to your apartment with your duffel bag full of weapons. How are you getting him up there? I think I have to make two trips. Like, I have to, I take, uh, like, I have the handgun still tucked in my waistband, and I go up with him first. And then come back down for the guns. When you come up with the duffel bag, the first time you had never bothered to turn on the lights. But when you do, five heavily armored police officers and two DEA agents are in your apartment. And also Ramon. (laughs) I'm in four stress now. You're at four. (laughs) Okay. Four, Policia. Two, DEA. A hog-tied Chongo. And you, with a nine millimeter in your jock and a duffel bag full of guns. Mina, what do you do? (laughs) 